1: You're listening to the Mindless Wrestling Podcast, now part of the ChairShot Radio Network, on thechairshot.com. Remember, always use your head. You look like a dude who should be pumping my fucking gas. This isn't doing it for me. There's I'm not getting I'm not getting enjoyment out of this. He was
2: a before the bell rings all-star.
1: All right, everybody. It is Thursday night, February 8th, 2024. This is the Mindless Wrestling Podcast, part of the Chairshot Radio Network. You can find us on thechairshot.com, where we remind you and encourage you to always use your head. I'm going to go around the room here real quick and introduce this cast of characters we have on this show, starting with from the Rob the Genius Podcast. He is the Minister of Truth, the father of facts and figures, the deacon of data, the official shoot bear of the Mindless Wrestling Podcast, and the man with the golden shovel. Mr. Rob, how are you, bud? All right, uh, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're, we're going to get into that in a minute. Uh, and also, last but never, ever, ever least, hailing from the Purple Haze in Cloud Nine, he is Bucky's tag team partner, a man destined to go through a barbershop window. Jason, sir, how are you? Wonderful, fellas. How are you doing? Uh, We are good. We just literally just finished watching the WrestleMania 40 kickoff uh, here on I watched it on YouTube. I don't know about you gentlemen where you watched it at. I had a little bit of a buffering issue. Uh, Man, wow, what a what a a kickoff thing here for WrestleMania 40 uh, from Las Vegas Their I guess presser press conference, whatever you want to call it Uh, started off with uh, just, you know, interviewing. uh, Well, not interviewing, but Bianca Belair coming out and hyping. Rhea Ripley coming out and hyping Becky, uh, you know, Becky Lynch coming out in the middle of Rhea Ripley. But then we get to the meat and potatoes, the main event of the whole thing. Uh, What's going to happen? Roman versus rock? What's Cody going to do? Where does Seth fall into all of this? Guys, we're walking away with this from this uh, with more questions and answers. Jason, what do you got? Jason, are you with me? All right, Rob. Since Jason's lost in space, where are you at? Uh, of course,
3: okay. we get started, and we're like, okay, they're just doing Talking Heads and blah 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 blah. So we can get the show started, right? As soon as we get started, Triple H is in the hallway, and Rock and Roman walk by. So to fill everyone in, uh, Roman Rock turned to Roman, uh, turned to Triple H, and said, "Hey, uh, and uh, pardon my French, but this is what happened. Fucking fix it." He gets out there and talks fucking shit about our family. We're gonna fucking say something. You go out there and fucking fix it. Wow. Okay.
2: So uh, that's what
1: he said. Yep. See, I, I, mine froze like, up again. I'm buffered.
3: They were, they were walking. I mean, because they did the, the chat. This is, this is a tribal contest. This is a family issue. They're not gonna get hot and heavy about it. And they were walking together, basically. So, um, yeah, I feel like we're gonna, so. If, you, if we want to just fire off predictions here, I feel like we're going to get a tag match. And I mean, there's a reason that Triple H started the whole kickoff within the main event of WrestleMania 1. You know, one corner, Rowdy Roddy Piper and who was uh, Orndorff. And then, you know, in the other corner, Mr. T and the immortal Hulk Hogan. Well, Mr. T... The part of Mr. T will now be played by The Rock. Thank you very much.
2: And, you know, also... You know, um, um, yeah, and then don't forget, you know, Seth has the knee, so. He can do light work. Yeah.
3: And get cashed in on. Holy shit. Oh, yeah, yeah. Holy shit. What did I miss? No, I'm just saying, if they go the tag match route. Yeah. And they do it specifically so Seth can work light, like Cody can do most of the work, because he is whether whether the degree of it is one thing or another but he's definitely hurt for real so yeah, yeah you could have him do light work and then oh my god you could have Damien cash in and send seth off into the sunset and get ultimate retribution for 32 or 32 yeah no 31 excuse me
2: so the ultimate what goes around comes around so we do it do we do the tag match night one and then somehow we end up with roman and cody on night two
3: no, i think I think this pushes Cody and Roman off even further. I think this successfully this successfully means Dwayne doesn't have to challenge for the universal. It's just become a family thing now because cause it really wasn't they were couching it from the beginning as this is kind of just our destiny. We really don't have a problem with each other. We're just kind of here to fulfill our family destiny. and you know and now it's like oh you just got in the way of our
1: family shit so uh sorry and i do find it funny that everybody leans on cody about his dad and who his dad is and the whole nepotism thing but then cody brings up you know the the, the high chief peter Maivia and you know everything like that and all of a sudden you know rock and roman come unglued
3: well because no one ever really goes at them about it cody hears it all the time like cody heard it the first time when he here cody heard it you know all the time you know i don't think they hear it because their dads are so were so far removed from it
1: like yeah. dusty was there doing shit oh yeah your dad your dad your dad your dad one thing that i keep going back to that leads me to think that they're going to do something different and i'm maybe i'm reaching maybe i'm just a little hopeful is um something H said at the beginning of this whole thing he said you know we're starting over you know, it's 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 a new era of WWE. You know, and you're going to see something you've never seen before. And you know, but, but we've seen that. We you know, we've seen the, the the tag match. They started the whole damn thing with the tag match. Yeah. Um. So. Well. I, I like you said. Maybe this is a case of they're going to overpromise and underdeliver, which is wrestling, and it happens often. But also. If-
3: Put Seth, like, in the tag match? (laughs) Yeah, that doesn't make sense, because then you have a whole bunch of guys who
1: aren't doing shit, and Seth's not doing double duty. Yeah, no, Seth can't do double duty, not with his knee.
2: Oh, Oh, Um, this is...
3: It's a mess, still, kind of.
2: Yeah, um...
3: Like, and we've now even established that Roman and... Like, at least right now, Roman and Rock are, you know, cool. They're just kind of like, okay, this is our, you know, we, this is the family business. This is the family destiny. It's just kind of a thing we have to do. Sorry, we got to try to kill each other.
1: Yeah, I know. Yeah. Good. Okay. All right. Rob, what are your thoughts here?
2: Um, okay, so if I had to guess right now... It's looking like a tag team match. And at least... Yeah, I I think we are going to get a tag team match. Now, are we going to get something else also? Maybe. Um, But I think we are definitely getting a tag team match of of some kind. Um, Well, we know who the partners will be. Um, And I think that's because... You know we don't know how how much rock to do, and yeah. you know Seth got the knee, yeah, but, um a tag team match. it it makes sense because if you do if okay, so if you do just Roman and Cody, then it, it's you know then Seth has to defend against somebody, but his knee ain't great, so having him do a full match they they must not feel like he can go out there and do a twenty-minute match with somebody, um, because I think if, if if he could, then they would just have they would just have Roman and Cody, and then Seth and whoever, you know Drew, yeah, whoever. Um, so they're not doing. I mean, so they're doing it. You know, I think unless something changes, look like, at. I mean, and Seth needs and probably not. It must not. It you know not going to be better on April 5th or whatever, or not better enough to go out there and work a 20-minute match, I think. So at least they, right. don't, they don't think so. So I, we'll, we'll get some type of tag team thing here. Um, um, And then if that leads to something, if that happens on night one, and then, I, yeah, I think it's very possible that that happens on night one. And then that leads to... Cody and Roman on night two, some kind of way. <laughs> um, I can see that happening. And and now look, I've been one of those people. who says no way Roman's working both nights. But I mean, with I mean, the way his schedule is right now, he can work two nights if if that's what they if that's what they're thinking. Oh, well,
1: especially if one of them is a tag match.
2: Yeah, I mean, it, I mean, if, look, if he I mean, if he was doing the house shows every weekend and and every pay per view still, then no. But his schedule is light enough now where yes he can do he can do no. two okay. it's okay it's not crazy for him to do two nights now um, so I think that's we're definitely going to take it's just a question though, do we get any, do we get anything else with it um good question I mean that's that's what we'll figure out here um, uh, um
1: we the nice thing is is we've still got eight weeks to wrestlemania. So we've still got plenty of TV time, plenty, and this is why I don't think we got any definitive answers here tonight on the press conference at the kickoff show. Um, definitely, a lot more questions. The only thing that leads me to believe that this is not going to be a tag team match, although Rob laid out another good scenario, is that Cody winning the Royal Rumble guarantees him a championship match at WrestleMania. A tag team match is not a championship match. Um, so something somebody is facing roman one-on-one whether it's cody whether it's the rock um i'm leaning towards and and, you know we talked about we just threw this out in the chair shot radio network chat um potentially a fatal four-way and i said well how about a winner takes all and somebody shit all over that um so you know but who knows it's it's just crazy but i I definitely think somehow or another we get some type of one-on-one with roman Reigns. What's been interesting has been the the fan divide here. And, you know, it's uh, you listen to the press conference, it was very much 50-50. Um, you know, a lot of people there supporting of Cody and supporting, you know, obviously, and we're gonna get into this a little bit more because I wanna talk about the discourse and the, the discussions and everything that happened around the potential for either Cody versus Roman or Rock versus Roman and the way people reacted and the way people acted about that. I want to talk about that on the second half of the show but it was just interesting watching this dynamic on this press conference the 50 50 divide between you know people that want the match with the rock and people that want the match with cody i thought it was it was neat and at least at this press conference it was done the way fans are supposed to do stuff you know what i mean
3: yeah i liked the it, it, it's i feel like they lost their way a little bit Um, at some point but it has been an interesting divide Um, I think uh, that uh, Rock made a pretty succinct point when he talked about the three the the three three groups the three people that three groups that he talked about the Cody fans Cody Rhodes and the Cody crybabies so and then the 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 hashtag cody crybabies as i'm sure if you're listening to this show you know that that hashtag took off trending in the united states probably around the world who knows <clears throat> but so and in all my experience looking at my timeline i saw very uh, rob what's one of your favorite sayings uh dogs.
2: i'll hit dogs wanna holler yeah
3: Exactly. (laughs) The only ones complaining about the Cody Crybaby moniker were folks that I could confidently use said moniker to describe. Yeah. Thus, well, if it walks like a duck, talks like a duck, gets mad about being called a duck, I'm going to say I'm going to draw conclusions. Yeah. It's been an interesting day on Twitter, to say the least. It's um, been an
1: interesting two weeks on Twitter. We talking about day. This day has been going on for fourteen.
3: Because um,
1: I had to 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 guess.
3: First of all, Cody Rhodes screwed up. Full stop. Cody Rhodes screwed up. He should never have said the words "I'm not facing you at WrestleMania" because it, now it looks like you. Well, he he. Well, now he wants to. So. That was dumb, and it just was—I I don't lie—listen, like, we say wrestlers lie all the time, and it's either like, okay, you either got to lie because I figured it out pull point blank, or really, it's more fun when you do the carny lie of omission, you know, bend the truth, that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, This kind of just, like, oopsie takes <clears throat> back is, is just lame.
1: Yeah. That gave it a little bit of wiggle room because Cody came out and he said, you know, Rock, you and I had a conversation, but I've had a lot of conversations lately. So um, it gives them a little bit of leverage to walk it back a little bit. I mean, yeah, it's uh, how we got here. And now, I know Rob's shaking his head. Rob's shaking his head right now. He, he hates it. He doesn't like the path that we're on. He doesn't like how we got here. Um, um, well, just, he said. He said, said not fighting said, the man at WrestleMania. He, said not, he said hey,
3: "Hang on, let
2: Rob finish." finish. He didn't say said it not on the at bump. WrestleMania. Okay, I'm sorry. He didn't. He didn't go out there and waffle. He said, "Not at WrestleMania." That is what he said. I'm sorry, sir. You committed yourself. Okay.
3: We, and you know, so, we're such big nerds about this that we get. We talk about the levels of. He did not say this on Twitter. He did not say this on the bump. He said this. In the middle of WWE Smackdown with, uh, in the middle of a ring with a microphone in his hands. That That's it's part tangent. of the show. Yes, it's exactly. I tell people not to be nerds about this and just watch the show. If I'm just watching the show, I'm fucking confused. Yes.
2: And not and not confused in a, oh, I can't wait to see what's next kind of way. Confused in a, what the fuck are they doing? Kind of
3: and, and if I'm watching this in kayfabe, I go, did Cody Rhodes just turn on the rock? Like, is that what just happened? Because that, yes, actually, I'll tell you, that is what happened. According to, again, if we are just watching the show as presented to us on our television screens, it sure looks like Cody Rhodes just pulled the rug out from under the rock. Because he said, hey, I've got someone to, ch- I'm not going to challenge you at WrestleMania. Here's another guy who's got a problem with you. Well, I can draw some lines there about, okay, this is the guy who's going to challenge you at WrestleMania. So, yeah, Cody Rhodes, unless you unless you were given a different script every single day, like Royal Rumble, you were literally given a WrestleMania script, like, hey, it's you and Roman in the main event, and then, you know, the night of SmackDown, it's like, hey, guess what? It's now <clears> you uh, rock, and Smackdown, rock and Roman in the main event, and you got to sell it? Okay, cool. You did a great job. But other than that, dude,
1: then what the fuck are you doing out there? Yeah, it I, I can't disagree with you guys. It's like I'm here for the ride. I'm here to see where they go with it. I'm gonna watch like everybody else is gonna watch. You can sit out here and you can hashtag all you want. Your asses are gonna sit here and you're gonna watch it and they know it. But I can't disagree that the the path is awkward. Like, and I have to wonder how much CM Punk getting injured has influenced the writing over the last two weeks um, and and the direction that they've gone because obviously he figured into a huge role in WrestleMania. His injury, you know, pulled the carpet on that. Now we've got to figure out something for Seth Rollins to do. I didn't the only thing at the presser I didn't like is that they really, really, really doubled down on the World Heavyweight Championship being the the QP the QP prize. It's the secondary prize because the three of them, Cody, Brock and Roman are all eye to eye, nose to nose, face to face. And Seth's hanging out in the back of the stage. Like just hanging out there. Like, you guys go ahead. You guys go ahead. I'm like, fucking step up, buddy, you know, this is your championship. And this is what I want them to do with that world heavyweight championship. I want Seth to step up and say, Hey, look, this belt is just as important. I'm out here working my ass off for it. And they didn't do that tonight. And I was a little disappointed in that. Yeah. yeah and it's it's um did not look
3: good tonight
2: yeah and um ooh, boy. um he didn't and they're not doing it again then they're not doing him any favors they're not doing the world heavyweight championship any favors um i i'm I don't know, man. I just yeah, it's just now nah. I I well here's the thing, okay. I look at it like this, okay. I mean, are we gonna enjoy the ride and everything? Yes. But you know, what we do here is we we analyze stuff and for lack of a better word, we we grade things, right? Um and so you can get an A in the class, but if on this particular exam you get a 75, well, guess what? You got a C on this exam. Yeah. So. And it brings
1: your overall average down.
2: Right. So and, I mean, yeah, you can get A's on the other stuff, but on this here exam that you took today, you got 75.
3: Yeah. Last so two, the last two weeks have been a, of for the the last two weeks in the saga of the Universal Championship have been a D plus. And
2: and that's why, cause I know
3: sometimes people think I'm
2: might be too critical of stuff or too nitpicky here or there, but I always look. Look, look I, okay. Uh, one, you know, I'm a numbers guy, but also look, I, I was I was a teacher assistant. I graded papers, okay, and I graded exams. And if, if the points on your exam added up to 75, that means you got 75, <laughs> okay. <laughs> it didn't mean, okay, you sorry, you're not getting 90 because I liked you, right? If the points add up to 75, you've got a 75.
1: Well, and and that's something this show has all we as collectively a threesome have all tried to do. You know, we've, we've been heavily critical of AEW when AEW shits the bed or when they do something dumb or when they do something that just doesn't make any damn sense. And in the interest of keeping it balanced, we're trying to do that here. You know, and maybe I'm being a little bit more of, a, of a, a e-drone than I probably should. But and I'll freely admit that this ride is weird. Like, I'm here for it, because I think the, the finish line is going to be incredible. But the ride itself is awkward. And And again, I keep personally going back to, okay, Cody won the Rumble. Cody gets the match of his choice. And then he walks it back on Friday. And I, I would love for whoever's idea that was, and maybe maybe we're doing a little bit of too much of trying to spoil it for ourselves, but I think when it's all said and done, when we've reached the finish line and whatever the payoff is and we're past that, if I still don't understand where they were going with it, I would love for somebody to sit down and spell it out for me because right now it doesn't make any sense like I don't want it spoiled I, I don't want that I don't want it ruined I want to see where they go with it I want to see if they can write themselves out of it in a way that makes sense because right now it's not making a damn bit of sense
2: yeah and and when I say and what I try to do but if, if I'm going to say something doesn't make sense I I don't mean like I try not to make I don't mean like make sense in a complicated way like if, it, if it doesn't make basic sense and um, like, like, okay, it, in nineteen ninety nine, when Vince won the Royal Rumble, right? Okay, so we knew uh, it wasn't confusing. We knew that there, he was not going to be in the main event of WrestleMania. Yeah, we knew that. There was nothing confusing. It was just okay. How are they gonna? The, well, we, we weren't sitting here thinking, okay, what? how are they? How are they gonna get
3: out of this? Hold on. Hmm? Triple yeah. H just tweeted. What did he tweeted? Tweet at cody rhodes gets the chance to finish his story when he challenges roman reigns in the main event of wrestlemania
2: well that's we'll his
3: see verified account hang on this is his verified account with seven point my, uh, it I, know, after- I know i
2: know, I know but i'm just saying this is this is just we know that that's not going to be the end of it i mean we got eight more
3: weeks he's going to be the guest referee my wife just got it Dwayne's going to be the guest referee
2: oh he said that
3: no, but my wife just yelled from the other room, and I'm like, I kind of buy it.
2: I, I don't. Well, no, I just, I think no, I think it's this is just the beginning because if it's yeah. settled now, because then okay, oh, because if it's settled if it's settled now, then that means we got eight weeks of nothing to do. <laughs> I mean, yeah, so, no, just like you said, we've
1: got we've yeah. got eight weeks worth of TV we need to sell here too. So it's, it's going. But, to... So that's the next beat in the story is that Cody.
3: Yeah, Roman gets Cody. His Triple H decision is Roman gets Cody. So what's it gonna be Rock and Rock and Cody ver- Rock?
1: Yeah, Roman. there's no way Rock just goes home and sits on his ass for the next eight weeks and doesn't address no. this. And then also, I mean, he wouldn't. Co- why have him here for all of this? Yeah,
2: and, I mean that's. What, I mean, so when I say it's confusing, it's just the, like there's a whole lot of extra stuff they're doing and. Honestly, I feel like they're doing all of this extra stuff. Isn't their engagement farming? I think that's really all this is. Yeah. This, this, this isn't. This isn't even trying to write twists and turns into a story. This, this is.
1: No, this is just like this see is how it,
3: times
2: we this can is engagement farming.
1: Well, <laughs> and Triple H likes playing that that chord. Yeah. He I loves think, working the online marks more than Vince. Vince didn't give a fuck about the bro, it, the online marks.
2: But I think there's a time to do that, and then sometimes, but. Sometimes you should just play it straight. Sometimes it is better to play it straight, and and I, and I know, and um, I just think, look, Roman and Brock at thirty eight, they you know once they played that pretty straight. Other you know, I mean, Brock won the chamber, and then he won the world title, and then well, then they were talking about unification from the beginning of the year. But for the most part, they had a couple of twists, but for the most part, they played it straight, and. That was the run up. I've said this before. The run up to WrestleMania 38 was the most pivotal point in the whole turnaround of the company. Yeah, so they, that is when all of the, you know, gains and increases they were getting, that's when all of that stuff got locked in, and it wasn't just a fleeting thing anymore. And they played that pretty straight. They played every, um, they played every big match on that show. They played straight
1: yeah
2: they did not they did i mean they did not have a bunch of confusion and whatever whatever and so you don't have to you can yes you have twists and 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 stuff but you can absolutely play it straight and you just need to have people do stuff every week you can't you know but you can play it straight and you can make all the money okay you don't have to do all of this extra stuff you don't and Doing all of this extra stuff is something you do when you don't have, when you think you don't have the people to to play it straight with. And they absolutely do have the people to play it
1: straight with. And that's what I was going to get to, Rob. (laughs) How incredible was that to see that much talent standing in one spot at the same time? You had The Rock, Roman Reigns, Seth Rollins, Cody Rhodes, all four of them, you know, standing on the stage at the same time was freaking absolutely incredible um yeah I, I said I'm gonna ride it out just because I am and I I know that the 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 end result is gonna be pretty exciting but the this press conference just further confused things
2: well this this was this was trust me this was about this was engagement farming yeah this yeah, was this know. was about them being able to say X number of people watched this live that because I guarantee you, in the next couple of days, that's what you're going to hear. they are going to hear how many people watched it live and how many impressions it got on Twitter, and this, that's what you're going to hear the next couple of days. This was engagement farming, period. And, yeah,
1: and they're building hype as a, you know, as, yeah, as a result but, of that. But
2: this, is, this is 100%, this is farming. That's what it is. Yeah, they're going to be probably a couple other things along the way that are the same thing. Um, so, there's going to be a lot of, so folks you know what um I, you know I, for me i and i understand that that's the way of the world now that's what they want to do um now i can now trust me i can tell you how that in some degree that can be fool's gold um but that's a whole another thing but just because social media engagement is quite often Empty. <laughs> it's
1: it's misleading. Like social media engagement really is misleading. It's
2: it's it, it, yes, it is. Um, and a lot of people have fooled themselves into thinking that getting this massive amount of social media engagement equals money. Um, no, there there are no. It almost never. It's it's it rarely equals as much money as people think that going to. So. But they are. And a lot of it's a mirage. A lot of it is tricking people basically into paying you because they see you get all these likes and all these follows, and they think it, you know, and you basically trick them into paying you based off of that. Right. They think that's going to somehow translate the money for them, and it it it, it really does, <laughs> it like people think. But and you now, but um, it's it's look, this, yeah. So guys, if um yeah you know I'm gonna say just watch the show because i'm I'm gonna project it
3: Rob. Look. That, but honestly, that's the part that's pissing me off so much. That's it right there. You can't even watch the show and understand what's happening, not even like being tugged along and along like I wonder what the I'm starting not to fucking care, and like it's uh, obviously I care. It's my favorite guys in the main event of WrestleMania that I'm going to, obviously. But I'm starting to not care about the week-to-week. I'm just like, okay, whatever happens on SmackDown, tell me about it. Whatever happens on Raw, tell me about it. Because we're not going to do anything here. We're just spinning our tires. So, And the, the thing that's bothering me the most, and why I'm so amped up right now, is like you're taking a uh, like dream match uh, like, you're teasing a pretend, a dream match of a lot of people, and you're not just teasing it. You're basically just saying it. You, you're, you put the poster up there, for fuck's sake. And if
1: that main event of WrestleMania doesn't happen... Let's put a pin in that right there, Jason. Let's put a pin in that. Uh, in a minute, we're going to go to commercial. When we come back from commercial, we are going to talk about that the Cody versus Roman main event versus the Rock versus Roman main event. Which one did people want? Why did people want it? Why should we do one versus the other? We're gonna talk about that on the back side of the show. We're gonna to go to commercial in a minute, but before we do, I uh, wanna talk for a minute. Uh, we are celebrating Black History Month here on the Mindless Wrestling Podcast and everywhere else. And this past week, we said goodbye to an absolute legend. Oh, yes. In the entertainment industry. Uh, Carl Weathers passing away peacefully in his sleep at the age of 76 absolutely caught me off guard. It was the first fucking thing I saw when I opened up the app formerly known as Twitter. And it, it's, it was almost, I mean, mind you, we're talking about a 76 year old man versus a 40 something year old man, but it, it hit me in the gut just as hard as Chadwick Bozeman did. Cause like we've literally just watched Carl Weathers on The Mandalorian and. I just and and Rob and I, you know, grew up watching him in Rocky, you know, Apollo Creed, uh, just iconic roles. He, I mean, he took over um, in the heat of the what in the heat of the night after Carol O'Connor either passed or left. I don't remember exactly, but he went on to make that show his own. And you know, I, I'll let you guys take over from here. But I, I was absolutely floored because it, it just seemed like it was just like I haven't heard how or why he passed. He just passed peacefully peacefully in his sleep according to the statement from his family
2: yeah um because for me like Apollo Creed okay so okay black people didn't hate Rocky Balboa no we no I mean Rocky was a great movie everybody loved Rocky but there was a certain amount of pride we had seeing Apollo Creed and yeah and he was basically kind of like a a model after Muhammad Ali obviously Um, right but there was still a certain amount of pride, you know, in seeing Apollo Creed and, you know, and so for us, there was, I mean, it was just a big deal and, you know, seeing that. And then there's just the, you know, the, the, how the relationship progressed between him and Rocky, they went from being rivals to being friends and, you know, and then ultimately Apollo gets killed by Drago and Rocky avenges his death and all of that. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know i mean apollo creed was just such a great character and and then he went and then you know later on so for me seeing that is the beginning and then him becoming part of freaking star wars right i mean that was like the greatest thing ever man um seeing him part of that right
1: And not just acting; he directed some episodes too. Like he was behind the camera working as well. Yeah.
2: And you know, and then you know, everybody who worked with the guy just loved him to death. Um, uh, Sylvester Stallone gave this really—I don't know if you guys seen that video that he did. I did. And man,
1: um, Sly had me in tears.
2: Yeah, man. Dude. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. God. And all those guys that worked with him—Jesse, Arnold, um, um—you know, Adam Sandler. Um, I mean, all those you know, all those guys that worked with him just loved him to death. And um, it's 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 a it's a big one. And oh, and also look, I mean, he he played for the, the damn Raiders before he started acting. <laughs> That's a whole other thing, right? Um, and he, and he always looked great, man. He he was always in phenomenal shape. Always. Oh yeah,
1: even in his his old, like you look at him in the, the 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 Star Wars shows, and he still looks like the Duke could punch a two foot hole in you
2: yeah so um yeah we missed um the home. man this is this is, a, this is a this is a tough one this is um yeah man this, this one this one sucks it, 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 it looks, obviously you know we all gotta go sometime but um yeah this, this i wasn't one.
1: ready for this one rob
2: no not at all
1: wasn't ready for this one jason you got anything bud
3: oh it's just so exhausting and the biggest thing is like And, yeah, it's stupid because I'm, you know, 38 years old. But, like, I thought I was going to walk into a WrestleMania main event that Roman was going to win. And now we might do this fucking thing. So it's like, I don't know, man. Really annoying. It's like, come on, you're on a 1,300 fucking day streak. And the time I go see you do the title, oh, it's terrible. Um, I, I'm I'm not ruling out, like, some sort of Rocky Works Night 1 and like, Coast Works Night 2 or something like that. Like, I think this gets really weird. Um, and I- What's the easiest choice you can make?
4: Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify.
2: a lot of the Cody diehards have been talking about you know what well, he, he
3: Cody crybabies Rob call them what they yeah, are Cody Cody yeah
2: I call them Cody crybabies you know well, he's got to, you know and, and you now I don't want to sound just like the Rock it was, you know he's got to finish the story, um, but <laughs> he really nailed it though the Rock was pretty succinct with that yeah, uh, yeah but I guess for me it's just I'm a I'm annoyed because like Jason said look lots of people. Had been just you know thinking, dreaming of the idea of Roman Reigns and The Rock fighting each other.
3: And you and know what they were when they were doing that, they were doing that while Cody was parading around his Stardust.
2: Yeah, and exactly. This, this I mean, wasn't last week, okay? For some right. of us, for some of us, this goes back to when to 2013 when The Rock got 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 deal Shield Powerbomb in the middle of the ring, okay?
3: And up. Uh, I'm, I'm telling you, I'm late to the party. Like Rob has more more real estate on this than I do. I came around in 2015. I quickly got the gist and was like, Oh yeah, NYE, NYE, yeah, okay, yeah, this makes sense. That let's do that soon. Um, so I got on board right away. But and, yeah. and I think
2: most of us we kind of just resigned the fact that okay, well it's not. After a while, it just seemed like okay, you know, you know Rocky's not he's not gonna come back and wrestle again. He's done, even if he hasn't said so. And we kind of just said, "Okay, you know, it's not gonna happen. we would well, have been nice if it had, but it's probably not gonna happen, okay, whatever and then, but then they come around now they and then they wave it in front of our face in two thousand twenty four okay they they waved it in front of our fucking faces, and I'm sorry, I know you Cody folks are feeling the same kind of way that well, you can't just not do it now, okay, um." <laughs>
3: The biggest thing is, sorry to interrupt, Rob, but I need to establish more context. I don't know if you've been listening to this show long, but Rob and I love fucking Cody Rhodes, but which is why this whole journey has been horrendous, because we also love Roman Reigns. But anyway, go ahead, Rob.
2: So you don't wave—okay, you waved it in front of our faces, and now it feels like you had no intention of ever actually doing it. It was just something to wave in front of our faces. And that that don't sit right with me. All right. Yeah. It does. It does not. And if you just wanted to do Roman and Cody, then just do the fucking thing. Okay. I I don't give a damn. Okay, just do it. Like I said, you know what? Roman and Brock was settled pretty early. Hey. And they played it straight. And you know, and they did stuff going back and forth. And again, that was the that was the show that solidified the company turnaround, okay? And, I, okay, that was the show, WrestleMania 38. And the lead the few months leading up to that show was when the company turnaround was solidified. And they didn't do a bunch of digging around, okay? So, no, you don't have to do that. Yes, stories have twists and turns, but these are not twists and turns. This is digging around, okay? And so- there's a difference.
1: So we're, okay. we're obviously not going to take a break. Uh, we went from eulogizing Carl Weathers to immediately jumping back into the <laughs> the, the the Cody Rhodes Roman Reigns uh, Rock argument. Uh, Carl Weathers rest in power, sir. Uh, thank you for the memories. We are going to jump right in here. No commercial break. We're going right into it. Um, yeah, man, this has really divided fans over the last over the last week and a half. And you know, there's been some. Some solid arguments on both sides, but there's also been a bunch of bullshit. And the part that bothers me is the bullshit on both sides, you know, because and and I side with my co-hosts here in feeling like this WrestleMania was the right time. If you were going to do it now or never, the Rock versus Roman Reigns was the match. And I say this as a guy who is sitting here wearing an American Nightmare Cody Rhodes T-shirt. You know, I'm here for the Cody Rhodes story. He had me on day one. I'm here for the ride. I'm here until whatever the conclusion to this story is. But The Rock is 51 years old. Cody is 38. Cody has plenty of time to finish that story. The window for The Rock versus anyone is rapidly closing and, and narrowly, narrowly still open at this point in the game. The guy has, you know, admitted openly that he lives with chronic injuries so you know there's a question in the air as to how good of a quality match we're going to get from the rock which I say to that the guy's only 51 years old and the the match itself doesn't need to be about the bell-to-bell content as much as it does the spectacle of the whole thing and I still think that the rock could go out there and pull off a respectable match at least as respectable as the one Hogan had with him or the one that Andre had with Hogan you know when you look back historically at these big money matches the The other egregious thing, and I wanted to address this one for a minute, because I pulled a Rob and I did a data dive, is is this ideal that Rocky is only doing this because he's trying to rehab his image. Like people think that this guy, because he had one movie that didn't do so well and then, to be fair, was kind of humbled a little bit. And I talked about this on another podcast one time. Uh, you know, 2023 kind of humbled the rock a little bit and, and there's no denying that. But if we're looking at this guy's track record and, and I've seen everything from you know he's, he's you know a failure in Hollywood now and he's you know he's, he's coming crawling back to the business that made him and I'm looking at him, I'm like, where do you get that the okay, the rock had a fumble with Black Adam. One could argue that it was a fumble with the XFL. But let me give you some numbers on Black Adam, and this is one that pisses me off the most because I enjoy Black Adam the movie. A lot of people out here feeling like he completely tanked the DCEU as it was, never mind the fact that that was circling the drain before Black Adam ever even started rolling footage. Okay, Black Adam cleared globally $393 million against a $200 million budget. Let me run down the list of DC movies that came after that. Wonder Woman 84 made $170 million in its final global run against a $200 million budget. The Flash, mm-hmm. $271 million globally against a 200 to $220 million budget. And Shazam, God, you guys don't even want to go there. Shazam, Fury of the Gods made $134 million globally against a budget of $125 million. The only one of those movies that made money was Black Adam. And you guys are out here acting like because it didn't make Marvel money and because James Gunn decided that he wasn't gonna go that route, that The Rock somehow or another fumbled the ball and that he was coming back to WWE with his tail between his legs. That is not what happened. I think The Rock has always had a part of his heart and soul in WWE, but he's been churning out movie after movie for the last eight years. Like, it's one to two movies a year, plus he had the Ballers TV show, he's got his own tequila company, he's got endorsement deals all over the fucking planet, but you're going to sit there and say that the only reason he was coming back to ruin your main event was because his ego was bruised. Get the fuck out of here with that. um, They
2: they wanted him to wrestle at WrestleMania 32, but because of scheduling and all that, he couldn't do it. He's
1: literally the busiest man in Hollywood for this guy because you can't just free up April 5th or April 6th and April 7th. You can't just free two days up. You literally have to free up from January to April. You have to clear your schedule or at least have enough free dates on your schedule to build the hype like what he's doing now. And you look at the six years prior to this, The Rock was unavailable. Between the Fast and Furious movies, between filming Black Adam, between filming Ballers, between Hobbs and Shaw, between, uh, what the hell was it, San Andreas, and Skyscraper, or whatever the hell it was called, and however many Jumanji movies he's done now. Like, the guy literally has not taken a breath in seven years. But he's coming back for his ego. Shut the fuck up. Like, get the fuck out of here with this. Um,
2: I just, you know, it's... Exactly.
1: Um. Well, here's my thing. I, I want Cody to finish the story, but you only get a match like this with the rock. There, like I said, very narrow window, and for all the people saying, "Oh, he can do it in Perth, he can do it at SummerSlam, he can do it at, you know, in your house, beware of the big dog or whatever you want to call it."
3: <laughs>
1: this is the rock. This is tribal combat with the biggest star ever versus the biggest star of today in what is likely The Rock's last match where he will undoubtedly lay down on his shield for a family member. You don't do that match anywhere but WrestleMania. And and I understand people will argue, oh, but they're trying to make other shows as big as WrestleMania. WrestleMania is still the biggest. There's a reason why all the indie shows come to town and put up camp all around the WrestleMania city because this is where they make their money because it's WrestleMania. That is where you do the rocks final match. And if the final match is against Roman reigns, that's my argument for why And has nothing. And somebody will argue, well, you don't, you can't give me an argument other than money. That is the fucking argument. You idiot. It's the money. (laughs) And and that's that's not to say that Cody isn't a draw because he is. But Cody's story, you can push out a little bit further to give The Rock this final thing. I think it's perfectly okay.
2: And by the way, look, okay, I'm sorry. There are people who don't give a shit about Cody Rhodes who will tune in to see The Rock's final match. They're going to watch.
1: They, know, But bullshit, they're not going to. They will. There,
2: I mean, yeah, I mean, I'm sorry. There are people, again, there are people out there who have not – in 2012 – I had not watched I think I I started dabbling a little bit in 2011 but in 2012 I had not watched a WrestleMania show since live since in 9 years and I watched WrestleMania 28 live because The Rock was on the show trust me there are people in 2024 there are people who have not watched a WrestleMania since WrestleMania 29 who will watch one more time because he is on the show?
1: Yeah,
2: and I can tell you those people don't give a damn about no Cody Rhodes. Okay, this, okay. Um, so it, if you yes, if you if you have a chance to do it one more time with The Rock, then that's what you do. That's okay. Look, and you know what? And I'm sorry, I don't feel sorry for Cody because two years ago, Stone Cold Steve Austin. Now they came to him. And he said, "Yeah, I can do one more." And they put him in the main event at night one, okay? And they bumped two two ladies who should have who deserved to be in the main event, got bumped out of the main event because stone Cold Steve Austin was able to do one more match, okay? And you know what? And y'all didn't care cause y'all don't like them, okay? And that's fine. Fuck you, but okay, y'all didn't care cause y'all don't like those two women who got bumped out of the main event, okay? and now y'all care because you like Cody, okay? We know what this is, all right? I mean, cause I, okay, and so because if Drew McIntyre was getting bumped out of this match, y'all wouldn't give a damn.
1: Nope.
2: Okay, if you know, if, if you Kevin know, Owens was getting bumped out of this match, you would understand, all right? Uh, you know, but I know, but whatever, all right? But and now to that end, you know, they made a mess of things because they had Cody win the rumble and then they had him point at Roman Reigns and then they had him come out on TV and said not at WrestleMania. So they did a bunch of contradictory things here and you know and then they they and you you can't get around that. Okay, you can't get around the fact that he won the rumble, he pointed at Roman
3: so Reigns. What it is. I figured it out. So we're all honestly on here Saying, and I know I'm going to repeat myself a little bit, but I think I put it in a little bit of a timeline. We're honestly here always telling people to just watch the show. Please, just watch the show. Watch next week. Just watch next week. I've already laid out how if you just watched the show, this makes no fucking sense. And now, you also, where the current state you're in. Okay, so... Just watch the show, right? Cody comes out and says, I'm not challenging you at WrestleMania. I know somebody, though. He didn't actually say the words that this person is challenging you at WrestleMania. I am just watching the show. So, I know someone who knows you very well. Rock comes out. Okay, I am to <clears throat> sub su- at this point that Cody Rhodes is going to get his ch- uh, licks in at some other point, and the main event is Rock and Co- and Roman Reigns. And Cody looked like he was willfully stepping aside for The Rock. And now you have the Cody fans who get on here, no, 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 we want Cody, we want Cody, we want Cody. Motherfuckers, Cody doesn't even want, want Cody. want Cody. Cody just told you out loud, Cody doesn't want Cody, or Cody will want Cody at a different time. Probably the Raw after Mania or something like that. And now, again, it probably ends in a tag match or something like that. But where we sit right now with the poster that Triple H just tweeted, it looks like, and those folks feel, that they Daniel Bryan to this dude. And that stinks out loud. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Here's my theory. And this is not defending anything that they've done in this convoluted way that they've done it. I truly think that Punk was supposed to win the Rumble. And I think that somewhere towards the end of the match, he realized how bad the injury was because he's had a tricep injury before that kept him out for months. It's probably the exact same injury. He's probably in the ring because there's one one little – There's like a picture or a video where at one point he's huddled off to the side and he's talking to one of the refs, one of the girls, and he's telling them that he's injured, he's hurt. I have a feeling they called an audible on that match. Cody won, and now they're left having to write their way out of that. And thus far, they're not doing a great job of it. I think the original plan was always uh, Cody or – Roman, Jesus, I can't even think. Cody was going to get there somewhere or another, Cody and Roman, but Punk was supposed to face Rollins at WrestleMania. Then Rollins got hurt, Punk got hurt. Now we've got a problem because you can have, you can call for The Rock, huh? Sorry, I just, I have to point out at that point, so why the fuck is Rollins the one twisting in the wind right now? Oh, that I've, I've got my own thoughts about that, and I talked about that at the first half of the show. That bothers me. I, I think I support Cody Rhodes. I want Cody to finish the story. I want Cody to beat Roman at WrestleMania. I think when Roman loses it all, that is a WrestleMania-worthy moment. Not at WrestleMania 40. And And that still begs the question, are we is wwe's plan to get roman past the hulk hogan record and so huh i don't think so no you think that you think they're he's going to lose it before then um i think there's a time when you could have made a solid argument yeah they're going for it but i think and we've talked about that a little bit on this show I, i think the wheels are starting i think the tread's starting to wear a little thin on this we need to freshen it up and a freshen it up is is coming
2: yeah, well, because the thing, well, I guess what kind of has One. they're not because they're kind of they're presenting Hogan in friendly terms now.
3: Yeah.
2: Right. It matter. Um, so
3: it doesn't matter. Well, I mean Rob Bob, okay how often do they talk about this record? How often do they talk about it? Uh, yeah? and Pedro and Bruno and Hogan?
2: Yeah, I mean well I think pretty well. I think in thirty I think,
3: years, in forty years, and fifty years, and sixty years, and God forbid, hundred and fifty years, they will talk about Bruno San Martino, Pedro Morales, and Roman Reigns. End of list.
2: Um, well I guess the only thing is, all right, um because that, that would happen in September. Um so close. So then that means you gotta give him a you gotta give them a SummerSlam opponent, somebody who, you know, yeah, obviously will beat, but but who you can kind of. Can do all by
3: one.
2: Um, but um, well, that's 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 thinking too far down the road. I just feel like it's um, this is this is the, the this is this there's too much shit going on here. Um, Ew. And then like the
3: Roman Reigns in The Rock, you fucking pissed me off beyond belief if i don't get the roman reigns versus the rock i'm pissed off the problem but, is now at this point now if we don't get roman reigns versus cody rhodes i at least understand the cody crybabies yeah at this point now yeah
2: even though i you know as far as i'm going they go jump in the lake
1: I mean, at that point, they gained like a couple ounces of weight. Um, And and if you're mad at this podcast for making fun of Cody Rhodes fans and calling them crybabies, let me tell you exactly who we're talking about. We're talking about the people who ran The Rock's daughter off of the app formerly known as Twitter. I'm not talking about you, regular people that support Cody Rhodes, because I'm one of them. You know, like I said, I'm wearing the shirt right now, I'm wearing the shirt in his honor. I love Cody and I support the story. But you people that just took it way too far, who would send out death threats, who personally messaged her on Twitter, begging as if she has this much stroke in the company, begging her to tell her dad to let Cody, God, what is wrong with you people? What is wrong with you people? Touch grass, get a job, please go find a significant other. Like, we're sitting here on a podcast analyzing the fuck out of this stuff, okay? That's nerdy enough.
3: That's nerdy enough.
1: While you're doing that stuff, let's work on
3: everything. Let's work on everything before finding a significant other.
1: Yeah, the significant other should be the last in a very long list for people like that. But like I was saying, we sit on a podcast and we analyze and nitpick this shit to death some of you motherfuckers are taking it way too far and it's absolutely disgusting to watch and to my to my i've done my part okay i have done my part in saying some dumb shit online about it i've made some comments i've made some what i thought were jokes and they've probably hurt some feelings but to take it to the point where you're running people off of twitter with death threats and family threats and stuff like that like there's a line like, you can defend your stance. You can defend your guy. You can defend your position. But to get out here and act like fucking knuckle-dragging Neanderthals, it, it, you guys are every reason why the rest of the world thinks wrestling fans suck. Okay? Exhibit A, right there. There you are. Right in the dictionary.
2: Um, yeah, and it was another thing, right? I mean basically these folks are acting like they're the only ones who when you say listen to the fans in this case you have two different group of fans who want who want, who want different things and so these folks are acting like they're the only fans who matter and they can't possibly fathom that the, you know that the company might do something different than what they want and um, look, as us Roman Reigns fans have been through a lot with this guy, we've been through start and stop pushes. We've been through a just complete unwillingness to fully commit to the guy for several years while kind of putting him in the orbit of, you know, being the you know, top champion or whatever, but not wanting to fully commit to the guy. Um, we've seen him... He was supposed to win at WrestleMania 34, and Vince literally changed his mind the day of the show. Okay? We, yeah. we, have, we have seen this guy put through the ringer. Okay? Creatively. Okay? We saw him get dog food dumped on on television. Okay? And and and, I was, and look, I, that wasn't as bad as people made it out. Whatever. But still, we, we've, seen him go, we've seen him used three or four times to get the Royal Wumber winner over by being the last guy in the ring with him. Okay, I'm sorry. I do not feel I do not feel bad for Cody one iota that there was a possibility he wouldn't get the main event night two for the second year in a row. Okay, I'm no, I'm no. Okay, I'm sorry. I cannot feel bad for that man at all. Not after that. Not after all we've been through. Not after okay seeing basically Roman get. Toyed around with and played around with creatively for like five years. And then one time he finally does, they finally do put the Universal title on, and the leukemia comes back, and then he has to go away. Okay. And then I'm sorry. We've been okay. We've been through a whole lot of more shit
3: supporting our guy than you all have been. Okay. Yo, and y'all and get get a lot the of the y'all run was going pretty fucking well. Yeah, and I'm sorry. A whole lot. Run was one of the best of Roman's career. Like it was like, wow, this guy's actually cooking. as, like a baby face top champion. I don't think it has legs to last thirteen hundred days. But and then yeah, it got that guy yanked from us too. So yeah, it's it's been a road, guys. And so yeah. hey,
2: don't, don't, I don't I don't want I don't want to hear about you know poor Cody. I don't okay because. A whole lot of y'all didn't give a shit about that man until he came
3: back. Out of his own company and fell into the safety net of winning the Royal Rumble twice and winning right, winning inventing Wrestle, WrestleMania twice, like. Okay.
2: Yeah. And I'm sorry again, a lot, a lot of you guys didn't give a shit about him until he came back. Yep, this All is right. true. Okay, and that was two. That was two years ago. Okay, a lot of you guys, y- y'all didn't. When he left, y'all were like, hey, whatever. Yeah. Okay. okay. I mean, all right.
3: sometimes right. at at All In when Cody came out with Pharaoh. I said this is going to look great at WrestleMania.
2: No. Yeah, okay. Yeah. And that's and that's fine. Okay. But for a lot of these folks, most of the people who watch WWE television didn't watch All In. They don't. Mm-hmm. And they didn't like, and, and they don't watch AEW. They don't care. They, they didn't care about this guy until he came back. And and now and and now we're going through this thing with old oh, poor
1: Cody. Stop it. Stop! It. <laughs> right, okay, this guys. Is okay. I think we've got we've got eight more weeks to pick this apart. They've got eight weeks to make this make sense to us. Okay, I am going to. I still have faith in Triple H's creative mind. I've said on this show, I'm very interested to see creative. This is going to be probably his first real full fledged WrestleMania on his own. Oh, stop it! Stop it! Stop! It. Oh, Rob, you stop it! Stop it!
2: it. What? <laughs> Stop it! What? I'm always making excuses for that man.
1: I'm not first, making
2: excuses. I'm just saying That's the first one he used. No, he did it last. Year. Last year was his dude, first Vince's one. hand was all over oh, last year. You
1: stop. Shit. No, fuck that bullshit. Last okay. year. Okay. No, last year was his first one. Rob, I'm not defending him. Relax, buddy. I'm just saying let's see no. how he gets himself out of this. We'll
2: see it, but last year was his first one. Okay. We're not okay. we're not doing cause because no, cause y'all keep moving the moving the starting date. Okay.
3: SummerSlam was Vince's last show, as far as I'm yes. concerned. SummerSlam okay.
2: 2022 was Vince's last ah. show. Okay. And I don't want to hear I don't want to hear nothing about where the old man was meddling, because the only time y'all say the old man was meddling is when you don't like the show. Okay? That's the only time y'all said the old man was meddling, when you didn't like the show. If you liked the show, then it's no. old Triple H, yay!
3: To, so ba- to back up Bob, now for nothing, hey, they've been now the reports since, since all the real shit has hit the fan with Vince, they've all, been, everyone's been like, no, dude, Vince hasn't been here. Like, Vince is not here. Vince is not here. He was not here for the negotiations with Netflix. He was not here. And, and that's the- fine. No, that's fine. That's fine. But you know what? I'm saying like, like he has been gone for a while, like gone, gone.
2: And and yeah, and that's fine. But my thing is, no, look, that man, Triple H, when the show, when he had a show that people liked, he takes all the credit. But when there was a show, people didn't like. Oh well, oh, Vince was backstage. Vince was meddling. No. Okay. No. 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 No.
1: No, yeah, we not that one. No. 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 All right, I got to shoot bear, shoot hot tonight. I'm we're smart. gonna call the, we're gonna call the go home here, cause Rob, we're gonna leave. This is a cliffhanger. If you, if you take credit when it's good, then you gotta take the blame when it's bad. And we will. That's my point. If it if at the end of the day, this whole thing shits the bed, I will admit it on this podcast. But I, we have got eight weeks to see this thing through to its conclusion. They have got eight weeks to convince me that what Cody Rhodes did on SmackDown last Friday, when he walked out and said, I won't face Roman at WrestleMania. Or no, I will face Roman, but not at WrestleMania. And then six days later pivoted and said, I will face Roman at WrestleMania. They have eight weeks to make that make sense to me. Okay, this is what I'm saying. I'm giving him that time to do it that's fair yeah. okay. okay all right let's get out of here before we really get to get to shooting here. <laughs> all right guys thank you you've been listening to the mindless wrestling podcast part of the Chairshot radio network again to be found on the thechairshot.com as well as all your podcasting platforms before we get out of here i want to invite you to go over to prowrestlingteescom forward slash the chair shot from there you can look at browse peruse check out if you will all the merch lines from all your favorite Chair Shot Radio Network podcasts, including this one, the Mindless Wrestling Podcast. Uh, pick one up. The starving artists on this show will thank you. Your body will thank you if you get one in soft style. That is ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash the chair shot. Going to wrap back around the room here like I always do and thank my co host, the shoot bear. Shoot hot tonight, Mr. Ron. Yeah,
2: that's right. That's right. Like I, I say, hey, take credit when it goes good. You got to take blame when it goes bad.
1: All right, and we're going to do that. Jason, sir, we've accomplished absolutely nothing tonight, and I love it. You know what I'm also going to do? I'm
3: going to eulogize Carl Weathers because, number one, DJ, you're a terrible, terrible host. Because we were, we go into this show, we're like, hey, what are we going to do? I don't know. Let's just watch the kickoff thing and see what happens. Should we record it? Maybe. All right, let's record our reactions during the kickoff thing. Okay, we really don't know what the fuck happened during the kickoff thing. Do you guys want to record a show and talk about the kickoff thing? Awesome, let's talk about the kickoff thing. Okay, so we talk about the ro- the kickoff thing, and I'm getting all hot about Roman Reigns and blah blah blah. And, you know, Cody Rhodes and that dastardly Cody Rhodes thinks his way again. And then all of a sudden DJ just goes, We're gonna take a pause for a second and we're gonna look around the room and you know, say goodbye to one of our and I'm just like, What what happened? No warning,
1: no nothing. Okay, but in- Joe, fin- finish your thought, then I'm going to defend myself here, pal.
3: So, I was, because I was still in like la la land thinking about my next thought when Rob was going on about Carl Weathers. So I will say everything Rob said is true because obviously, you know, Rocky and Predator, blah, 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 blah. But also, he did an actually really great job as Grief Krieger in The Mandalorian just recently. He provided the just amount of levity and just amount of seriousness that he was so good at with all of his roles, um, that it 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 added just this perfect spice um, to that to that recipe. So I mean, obviously, aside from everything, all the other legendary geek roles that he had, um, you know, just legendary dudes to me. So. Yeah, that was a bummer for me.
1: And another important and pivotal member of the Star Wars universe that we've said goodbye to in the last six months. Yeah, it sucks. So, but let me defend myself here because usually, okay, Thursday, we record on Thursday. I'm going to peel back to Curtin a little bit here. We record on Thursdays to be released on Saturday. Thursday is my busiest day of the week. It's also the night that I stay late at work. Today was a shit show at work. And I texted you guys about midday. I said, look, I said, uh, I don't know how today's going to go. It's a shit show. I, we may be running right down to the wire. And at the time, I didn't realize, I thought the uh, press conference was like midday. So I'm like, I'm going to miss the press conference. We'll just hit the highlights when I get home. The guys will catch me up. I'll pay attention in the in the little group chat that we're in. And as we get on to the day, I'm like, wait a minute. This thing starts at 7 and we usually start recording between 7 and 7 30 on thursday nights so I'm like you know what if i can get my ass out of work and get home eat dinner jot down some notes and we the idea in my head and i had full-on intended to talk about carl weathers usually when we record we get about 10 to 15 minutes where we have a little creative huddle at the beginning of the show before we start actually recording We're like okay what do we want to talk about and sometimes we'll knock out the order of which we want to discuss these things tonight i got out of work at quarter to six had to drive home which is almost a half an hour ride come in go to the bathroom get changed eat dinner and literally plop down in my computer there were six minutes to spare before the um press conference started before the wrestlemania 40 kickoff show started I had five minutes to sit down, get my computer ready, message my guys. There was absolutely no time to plan. So I didn't get to have that little pre-show huddle. So again, like Jason, who was completely misfiring when I pivoted to the Carl Weathers thing, I was misfiring from the giddy up. And, you know, we, we started watching the, the, the kickoff thing right from like, I recorded almost everything we talked about, um, that it'll never see the light of day, but, uh, uh, it just today was just literally it was in the door. Go to the bathroom, get changed, eat food, grab a glass of water, sit down, and bam, we're right in it. There was no time to sit down and discuss anything. So I again, I do apologize for the flow of the show for derailing Jason's entire train of thought <laughs> and probably not giving Carl Weathers the eulogy that he deserved.
3: So, yeah, well, but. Well, we did get it in there, which is honestly better than us for, for getting it.
1: So. Well, there was no way in hell I wasn't gonna—I was gonna not get it in there. Like I was including that. That was—I feel like that was an important thing for everybody here.
3: That would have been, hey, get your asses back in here. We got to re-record something real. Quick. Yeah, come in. We got—we got to add
1: something to the end of this, guys. <laughs> yeah. give, me, give me ten minutes, real fast. All right. And as always, I am the man with the award-winning and holy beard, DJ. Again, you've been listening to the Mindless Wrestling Podcast. Thank you guys so much for sitting with us for another week. We're growing an audience. We're building an audience. We love ourselves for that, and we love you guys for being a part of this little family that we have here. Remember, you can call it pro wrestling. You can call it sports entertainment. You can call it whatever you want, but call it in the ring. And we're out of here till next week. Ah.